0: Thank you for staying with us. This is gospelbellsradio.com, your community Christian internet talk radio with a mission to engage the contemporary culture with the mind of Christ. The program is day 15 of Luke December Challenge 2022. And joining us tonight to read Luke chapter 15 for day 15 of this challenge is our dear friend, Adetutu Awunaga. Thank you so very much for joining us and for being a friend to Gospel Best Radio. And being a member of our community, God bless you very good. Now over to you uh, for chapter 15 of Luke for day 15 of the Luke December Challenge 2022.
1: Compliments of the season. My name is Adetutu Awonuga. I am reading Luke chapter 15. Then all the tax collectors and the sinners drew near to him to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes complained, saying... This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he spoke this parable to them, saying, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say to you that, likewise there will be joy in heaven over one sinner who repents, than over ninety-nine just persons who need no repentance. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she has found it, she calls her friends and neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I lost. Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Verse 11. Then he said, A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of my goods that falls to me. So he divided them his livelihood. And not many days after, the young son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land, and he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine, and he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pots that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, "How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father." And will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion, and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father... I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found." And they began to be merry. 25. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what those things meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, this many years I have been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat, that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoured your livelihood with harlots." You killed the fatted calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and now all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad, for your brother was dead and is alive again, and was lost and is found. May the Lord bless the reading of his words. Amen. Amen. And oh, yes, thank you so
0: very much. Thank you so very much for reading Luke uh, 15 for day 15 of the Luke December Challenge 2022. Now, let's go on a treasure hunt. That's what we do after every reading uh, for this year. Uh, we go on a treasure hunt. And of course, bear in mind that uh, the treasures that we're going to share from the studio are uh, from Luke 15 are not exhaustive of the treasures to be found in Luke 15. So if you have found treasures other than the ones that we are sharing tonight, do not hesitate to reach out to us on WhatsApp or by using any of the forms on our page. And the first treasure that we are sharing from Luke 15 today is this. Listen to it. Number one, Jesus is passionate about sinners coming to repentance. Jesus is passionate about sinners coming to repentance. Are you Are you passionate about sinners coming to repentance? And you say the parable of the lost coin and the parable of the lost sheep, if you read uh, the introduction to it in the gospel account according to St. Luke, of course, Mm -hmm. these parables, uh, if you read the account from the gospel account according to Matthew, you'll find a different preface to the parables. But in the account of Luke, if you look at the preface to uh, the parable of the lost sheep and the lost coin, you will find that the reason why Jesus gave those parables, the reason was to explain to explain to those who were questioning him why he, our Lord, was having relationship with the with the tax collectors, with those who were getting as snacks in those days, why Jesus was having interaction with the sinners of those days, the people regarded as sinners in those days, the tax collectors and sinners drew near to him. That's Luke 15 verse 1. All the tax collectors and the sinners drew near to him. And the Pharisees and the scribes, you know, those people who have supposed themselves to be close to God, uh, to know God, and to be the, the chosen ones of God, they complained, saying, this man receives sinners and eats with them. So, he spoke this parable to them. So he spoke this parable to them. So that is to answer them, to explain to them why he allowed sinners and tax collectors to come near him. Jesus gave them the parable of the lost sheep and of the lost coin. And of course, what's the essence of that par- of those parables? To explain, to emphasize to those who are already in the fold of God. That our Lord is passionate about those who are not yet in the fold. Christ is passionate about sinners. He is passionate about those who are not yet in the church. Are you? And you see, those two parables explain how passionate Jesus is about those who are not yet in the church. Those who are not yet on the Lord's side. He left the ninety-nine. And went out in the dark, in the dark, in, in the dread of the night, to search for just one missing from the fold. Uh, we have to be as passionate as Jesus about sinners coming to repentance. And that is why uh, we must repeat over and over again that uh, the major duty of the church is evangelism to go out there, out there, and win souls for Christ. The parable of the lost sheep and of the lost coin the two parables tell of the passion of Jesus for sinners. Do you share in that passion? Do you share in that passion? And of course, we know that three stories are told in Luke chapter 15: the parable of the lost sheep, the parable of the lost coin, and the parable of the prodigal, of the prodigal son. And this and this is the second treasure we are. Taken out from Luke 15, it is this. Number two, no one is more invested in your salvation than Jesus Christ. No one is more invested in your salvation than Jesus Christ. You see, uh, we, we are read from, from one of the apostles saying, walk out your salvation with fear and trembling. Yes, you have a role to play. But you know uh, someone who takes it personally, do you know someone who has taken upon himself to ensure that you arrive safely at home? I'll tell you. Is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Just put yourself in the place of that lost sheep, that lost. sheep. put yourself in the place of that lost sheep. You put yourself in the place of that lost coin. Uh, on discovering that the shepherd left the ninety-nine and went out into the night searching for you, high and low, how would you feel? Would you not feel loved? Wow, the shepherd left the ninety-nine to search for me. That's how much he loves you. That's how much he loves you. He's he's more invested in your salvation than you are. Some some may think that is debatable, but I tell you that is the truth. He's more invested in your salvation than you are. He has given guess what? He has given his life for you. He has shed his blood for you. It will not go to waste. It will not go to waste. John ten twenty eight. I give them eternal life, and they will never they will never perish. The eternal security of the believer. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one, no one can snatch them out of my hand. Again, I repeat it. No one is more invested in your salvation than our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Even you, you are not as invested in your salvation than our, than our Lord and Savior Jesus And no power on earth is as invested in your salvation than our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Again, our Lord did say very clearly to his disciples and to us, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. You want you to be where he is. And we know where he is right now. We do, don't we? At the right hand of the Father Almighty, doing what? Interceding for you. Interceding for you. Making intercession for you. And he wants you to be where he is. No one is more invested in your servants and our uh, Lord and Savior Jesus and that should give you that should give you comfort that should give you comfort the eternal security of the of the believer of course you are not called to take that for granted you are rather called to rejoice in it to celebrate it and to worship Him to worship Him for who He is to worship Him for being so invested in your salvation I mean uh, what would it cost the Lord if uh if, what, what, what would it cost Him what would it cost Him not to have you in His kingdom nothing nothing but he by himself has sworn he by himself has sworn that he will never leave you that he will never forsake you that all that the father has given to him will arrive safely will arrive safely the eternal security of the believer is something we should always rejoice in something for which we must always always give thanks to God and that is why you see the person who is truly saved the person who is truly saved is the person who cannot linger in sin and many mean, people debate, you know, the uh, the doctrine of once saved, ever saved. But you see, uh, true salvation means that the, the the saved person can never linger in sin and remain at ease. The truly saved can never linger in sin and remain at ease. The Holy Spirit will not give such a one rest. And you see, in not having rest, that is that is Jesus walking to bring that person to salvation. Jesus, The Holy Spirit will never give any, any believer rest. Any believer who has gone out of his way, the, only believe, the Holy Spirit will never give such a believer rest. And that is why you find that the truly saved are unable to wander away from the fold. Even when they wander, the Holy Spirit will go in search of them not giving them rest until they come back. Go and read the story of the prodigal son, of the prodigal son. Uh, some may think that where the prodigal son uh, got into tough times, yes, and then he came to his senses, yes, and then he said, I'll go back to my father, yes. But you see, you know uh, who walked that walk? The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit turns uh, the, liber- the believer's life upside down. The Holy Spirit makes the the, the wandering believer ill at ease, so much so that the believer would come to his senses and say, Look, I must go back. I must go back to my father. No one is more invested in your salvation than Jesus Christ. And Lord, we thank you. We thank you for being so invested in us. That is why the apostle wrote, saying what will separate us from the love of Christ. You see, nothing not going to separate us from the love of Christ. He, he, he loved you. He chose you from before the beginning of the world. And then that hymn writer, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, wrote, saying, No power of men, no scheme, no power of hell, no scheme of man, right? Yes, no power of hell, no scheme of man can ever pluck me, can ever pluck me from his hand. And I pray that the love we treat the Holy Spirit, uh, we, the love we treat the Lord has loved you from the beginning of the world, will continue to remind you, to remind you to be his, to love him, to honor him, and to devote your life to his service. And from us here in the studio, the third treasure from Luke 15 is this. To make heaven rejoice, join in the work of evangelism. To make heaven rejoice, join in the work of evangelism. We read from Luke 15, uh, verse 7 says, I said to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven, over one sinner will repent, than over ninety-nine just persons who need no repentance. Verse 10 Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. repent. Verse 32, it was right that we should make merry and be glad for your brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. What do we, what we draw from this? That repentance, the repentance of sinners gladdens the heart of God. It gladdens the heart of God. So do you want God to be happy? You want to you want to you want everyone to rejoice? If you want everyone to rejoice, join in the work of evangelism. And of course, he has said it. Uh John 14 15. If you love me, if you love me, keep my commandments, keep my commands. If you love me, keep my commands. And what is uh one of the uh, one of the foremost of his commands, it is this for Matthew 28 19 therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. If you love me, keep my commands. That's what he's saying. If you want everyone to rejoice, join the work of evangelism. And of course, uh, the most important work of evangelism is to start from, from where? From your family. From your family. Uh, gently m- employ your spouse. Gently, gently, and by example, lead your children to Christ. Uh, your neighbors, your your colleagues at work, your friends. And then uh, the, the larger work of evangelism in your church, contribute if you cannot go, pray for those who are in the field, if you cannot be there, but do something, do something, uh, contribute to the work of evangelism so that you can make everyone rejoice. I mean, this is the only part where we are uh, where we we, we are reading the scriptures of the heaven being of the evils being glad, the angels of God being glad and happy. Nothing else you do will make the angels of, of God to be as happy as to know that a sinner has come to repentance. And I do pray uh, that, that the Lord will always place on your heart the burden to join in the work of evangelism. Of course, the apostle not right, saying that he has committed into our hands. What? The work of reconciliation. That's what he has committed into our hands. That's the final charge he gave to his disciples uh, before he was taken up into the skies. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. I do pray uh, that knowing that Jesus is passionate about sinners, I do pray that you also become passionate about sinners coming to repentance. I do pray that you never forget that Jesus is so invested in your salvation that he demands your soul. He demands your all. I do pray uh, that it will always be your desire to make the heavens rejoice and that that desire will lead you to do your part, to do your part in the work of evangelism. Thank you so very much for joining us tonight. Please do join us again tomorrow evening for day 16 of Luke December Challenge 2022. Thank you once again to our dear friend, our dear thank you so very much. God bless you, very good.